If you don't know something, do not lie. Ask me and then I'll tell you the information. And, you know, it'll, you know, produce what it what it does, you know, what it does. And then, uh, you know, if it didn't know something, it'll ask you. It'll ask you the question. And so so this way you give you a richer response. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creators Pod. A few <laughs> months ago, we sat around and discussed artificial intelligence and the different AI uh, things that we have been using in our workflow. And so today we decided like the good bots that we are, that we're going to repeat and find uh, what uh, the updates of what we're actually using still in our workflow and has anything generally changed. So I will start with that question. Alec, um, let me know, uh, what are what were you using? What are you using? Has there been changes and any thoughts on what you've been what you're using now? I'm I'm still using ChatGPT, and that's kind of pretty much the only real uh, AI tool that I'm using uh, a lot, like all the time. I use it in everything. I guess what's changed though has been the way that I interact with it. So I think at the time when we recorded the first uh, episode, um, it was still relatively new to me. So I tended to be doing things with. Uh, I guess at that time, more like single prompts. Um, and, you know, there was this sort of influx of uh, people all over the internet talking about how to craft the perfect prompt, uh, thinking that you've just got to have like a one hit thing that's going to give you the result. Um, I think pretty quickly, the way that I was using it evolved into uh, just having a big, long conversation with it. And so then you don't need to be too concerned with individual prompts because you're actually just, you know, feeding it all of the information, all the background that you need and sort of conditioning uh, the, uh, the, you know, the particular conversation you're having uh, so that then it can give results out. So um, I've just got a lot deeper <laughs> with uh, ChatGPT, I would say. Uh, I did have a little play around with some of the AI um, video repurposing tools that are out there i didn't find any of those to be honest to give a a great result for the time invested in you know getting the, the you know the results out from them and uh, although i was looking to use it for my podcast to repurpose some of those episodes to where the guests were saying things anything where it's you know wanting to repurpose my own content i still come back to it's just quicker for me to just you know put make a vertical video in ecamm and record the thing again for the sake of you know a one minute video um, ask me if I've done that though. <laughs> I still haven't attempted to do even that. <laughs> I'm I'm guessing you haven't. Yes. Uh, so just so just, just chat GBT at this particular point in time is your is your mainstay. Pay yeah, the pretty count. much. And I think I think the reason is there's so many things that are introducing um, AI into you know other software. I mean, Ecamm's got an AI title generator and things like that that can suggest things. So everything is getting. Uh, AI in in it. Uh, same with Kajabi. All of my courses are hosted on Kajabi. And so there is things that you can use to create a course outline. You can create a sales email and so on. The thing that all of these tools for me lack is the ability to interact with them um, to refine things. So there is virtually nothing I would say that has ever come out of ChatGPT that I've just lifted straight out of that and put into something else. There's always been that sort of back and forth that can take, you know, some, <laughs> you know, many back and forth between me and the, uh, the those results uh, to actually get something that I'm happy with. And then I'll even then be still, you know, adding something onto it as well. So uh, the, th the, the tools that have AI built in from a, I'm talking from a text point of view here, um, they lack that sort of conversational style that ChatGPT has so uh, for the time being i'm uh, i'm all in on uh, on that and i'm not really doing anything with 
graphics. So I know that the whole mid journey and stuff like that is a another thing. I've not gone down that rabbit hole yet. <laughs> true, true. So Michelle, same question. I think the same answer, but. okay well uh i could say ditto but uh you know there i was kind of playing around with a bunch of different things um at the time i was an og jasper user like from since its inception and i've i've spent the most time with jasper i've since you know kicked jasper to the curb i mean sorry me and chat we go steady now we go now um so but yeah so i've been um a lot like alec um having conversations with it and that to me it has been the you know the 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 most um rich um responses and 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 information that i was able to get having those conversations with it and it's it's kind of cool because you know as things continue to change it uh, it, it always is like evolving and so before you know when we approached this subject before you know we didn't have where you could you know truly season the bot and like put global things in it so that you know it will know about what you're talking about and you know add even richer content to what it is that you know you're prompting it to do um i you know i found a workaround a long time ago uh, and doing my work in silos. So I have like a whole bunch of different chats, but I've been able to, you know, pinpoint the ones that are like really, really rich. It has all the information that I really want um, it to kind of like, you know, use the information and then put put some output out. And it was it's been it's been really, really good doing that, just having conversations. It's so funny the way I talk to the way I talk to chat. Yo, let me holler at you for a second. Okay. So I took snippets of our conversation and then I kind of put it in another uh, in another program that I use Descript and I put like AI voices to it with me having conversations with chat saying, why are you lying? I told you this months ago over here and it's like oh i'm so sorry i just saw that information and then it'll 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 do whatever and then it just the back and forth the banter that i have with chat gpt funny really really funny so uh, Michelle, yeah. there's a there's a chrome extension called talk gpt that lets you talk to chat gpt in real time with your microphone nice okay awesome. Okay, uh, you know, I have to check that out. I got to check that out. But I have been, I'm all in on chat, um, just like Alec, because, I mean, the other ones haven't been able to do that. And and I haven't, I haven't been able to, to use like Bing and Bard and go back to like, you know, things that I already started using. And, you know, I, I haven't been able to do that like I have been with chat. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Rich? I've tried a few, there's a few external things that access chat GPT like mag GPT or barely.ai that are different applications that are like browser plugins or whatever that are supposed to be able to find chat GPT and work on it. But I can't really get those to connect reliably through APIs and logging in and all that stuff. So I haven't had a good success with those. I do use chat GPT a lot for, uh, you know youtube stuff and if i have to do a, a product description or something like that real quick i can i can knock that out you know take a list of bullets because our industry is full of people that put out products that they just give you bullet points as to 
you know, here's the material, here's how it's printed, blah, 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 blah. And you can take those bullet points and make a cohesive paragraph out of it to where it sounds like somebody's actually describing something. So it's a little, it's good for that. Um, but graphic stuff, I use mid journey. I use trace journey, which will let you take an image and put it on, uh, like make a mock-up on a can or a cup or a bottle or a t-shirt. And that's another discord thing. Um, I use a thing called vectorizer AI so I can take a raster graphic, a JPEG or a ping and make an AI file out of it or a, an SVG, a vector, vector art out of it. Um, and the other thing is ChatSpot. ChatSpot's a HubSpot thing. Have you used that, Rob? Um, I, I know I've been reading one of the guys from, uh, uh, HubSpot has been talking about it. I have not delved into yeah. it. The guy named is Darmesh is that is one of the founders. He's the right. tech officer or whatever. Yeah. He's the one that came up with it or he's leading the team about it. But, I can I can say to that just like you talked to ChatGPT. I said, "How many accounts did I close, close last week? How much money did we make last week?" In English, just like that, and it'll come back with results based on the, the stuff in my system. So it's kind of cool. I'll dig the heck out of it. It's fun, and it's you know it's clumsy. It's clumsy sometimes because it d- doesn't know what you're doing. So Dina, ChatGPT or anything else? I had been using Jasper for a minute. Um, I didn't really get deep into it like y'all did, so that was easy to kick to the curb when when chat came around. Um, I do use ChatGPT for writing Etsy descriptions, uh, getting my thoughts together for um, business meeting type of things. Um, The other thing that I have been tossing around every now and then is I I will do something in mid-journey, you know, just to, to help me get an idea of what I want to do for um, a product label or a thumbnail or something like that. But I don't actually like leverage it directly into the product. Um, what else? Oh, uh, what is that one called? The, the, uh, is it Glasp? Is that the right one, Rich? The, <laughs> the plugin mm-hmm. for videos for um, YouTube. Yeah. That's I what use I use. That, yeah, same thing. yeah. I love that because it pulls down a transcription and then, you know, you can click a button, it goes into chat GPT, and then it summarizes it. So if I'm wanting something super fast, I don't want to listen to the whole video, that that generally is my go-to. Um, so for me, it it's I'm not using it as much to create content as I am. Um, AI is helping me move things along faster, but I'm not I'm not actually using it in content creation per se. You know, that's the biggest thing for me that I get out of it as well, is it it's gives me that head start with things. So it's, you know, things like yeah. creating outlines, creating stuff like that. Uh, you know, part of my thing is getting over friction and trying to remove as much friction from uh, every aspect of, of my life as possible. And usually if there's something that feels like daunting, um, then that's going to be likely the thing that I'm going <laughs> to maybe procrastinate on uh, and not get done. Um, and so having ChatGPT to just sort of like give me the initial course outline, even if I then go and like completely rehash it and do something different, I find that it's really good at sort of getting me, uh, getting me going with things because of, uh, because of that. See, I've been using yeah. ChatGPT I- to, to a certain extent um for for everything i did have copy a i do have copy ai and which is kind of uh you know a version of jasper at at a certain level that was a fraction of the price and i dug into that and it it has the learning aspect of it too and it built in some some chat aspect to it too and has a uh, actually has a copy editor as part of it so it's a good tool 
But honestly, um, you know, when it, when it comes down to it, ChatGPT just seems to be the thing that that just gives me the better the better results and and is starting to you know is, is getting sentient now. I is understanding, you know, where where I'm going. I made the joke uh, offline. I said uh, uh, I asked it another question outside of what my business was about. And I got lectured by ChatGPT, like, you know, do you really want me to answer that question? Or do you just want me to stay on the topics that we've been talking about? And I get, you know, I get that. It's that's it, it's it's learning what I want and and I should focus on that specifically. I think I think my next question really kind of comes down to ChatGPT and something that was offered initially, which was web browsing. And You know, in in version four, I'm not seeing uh, that still. It was taken away from us a couple of months ago. Has not come back. Has that been a problem for anyone? I think it's there. Is it not? No. Nope. The, the the thing where you can um, where it's got Bing integration that was beta for a while. They've uh, they've disabled that again. Uh, yeah. To be honest, that isn't something I used to use uh, a huge amount myself. Um, so I've not I've not noticed that as much. Right. It, it 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 was like oh you know because you pay for this and you're thinking you're getting something taken away from you that you were using and you were paying for but at the same time I think it's just gotten so smart yeah it was it was a beta feature though so for me I always you know take those with a grain of salt anyway it wasn't like something that was uh, embedded um, uh, not embedded that's not the right word it wasn't something that I thought that I was paying for it was something that came along as a you know I, I think technically the one way you can sort of pre-season it, if you like. I think that is still a beta feature as well. I'm not sure, but um, yeah. No, I, no, I don't mind if that's those, baked in. Those that's baked that's in. That's baked in now. All right, right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah you could so, go in and, um, and, and totally put all your information in. Uh, and so it kind of works globally, which is kind of cool, um, you know, so that you, it, it will stay on task. I th- it's only fifteen hundred characters or something like that. And when I uh, put my descriptions in after <laughs> to, to the start, it's usually way more than that. You know, if you want to put your full company history in and stuff like that, then you're not going to be able to do that. But just uh, at least you can well, I something. use it. I used I, I use it to paste a URL, a press release URL in there, and it'll read it. It'll hallucinate the shit out of it, but that's fine. I mean, you can work around that as long as you read what it's given you. Yeah. So part of the prompts that I give it, you know, like, uh, you know, I have like these silos that I that I that I use. I would say if you don't this is something that I use just this this week. I'm like, if you don't know something, do not lie. Ask me and then I'll tell you the information. And, you know, it'll, you know, produce what it what it does, you know, what it does. And then, uh, you know, if it didn't know something, it'll ask you, it'll ask you the question. And so, so this way you give you a richer response. So it's, it's been, it's been good. It's been really good. I can't, um, I, I can't lie. <laughs> it's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Well, I don't know how you can, how it, I don't know, to me, it just, it wouldn't, like I asked it about something, Hampton Inn was doing something for waffles, like they'd had a fanny pack and a waffle weeb robe and stuff like that. And it came back with, oh, they've also got shower curtains and they've also got pet accessories and stuff that did not exist. And they also said all the stuff was available on Amazon, and it's not. So, And it didn't ask me that, or I don't know if it would. 
I don't know. It was just bullshit. But you gotta you gotta pay attention to what it's giving you. For sure. You definitely have to. <laughs> you definitely have to because it'll tell you it'll tell you anything. And it's like, okay, wait a minute. No. That's a lie. And I will call it out. I will call it out. I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, no, where'd you get this information from? You know, and you know, it's the, the banter that I have with ChatGBT is one of legend is amazing. Well, and and that's the thing with like copy AI. And there was another tool I was using for a while too that would would provide source annotations. Mm-hmm. But then you go look for those source annotations, and you're like, wait, there is no, there's no, there's no there there. Where did you really get this from? So you have to, you know, you have to kind of go back and and uh, you know, I. I as a research tool, if they give me source annotations, here are 10 articles that you might want to read on this particular subject and their URLs. And I go read them. That's great. I think that's a good tool. I've learned more by asking the question and it giving me the reason I want to re- re- read those articles. But in the past, it was like I clicked the link and it was like, we, you know, the, the website was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I have right. no, oh, no, no idea why page. you're visiting me. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've also been using I've been using uh, Mid Journey a lot, but I think of you know, and it's been a good tool for um, illustrating websites and uh, pitch decks when I need kind of a specific type of photo. At the same time, I already pay for Adobe stock, so you know I, I kind of have to think to myself. You know, if I can't find it in Adobe Stock, then I will go and and dink around in Midjourney to see if I can make something that's appropriate. And, and well, I've, my problem with with Adobe Stock is that it looks like stock, and all those stock sites, uh, even the free ones, Unsplash and Pixabay and all that, they look like stock images. So uh-huh. it's much better if, as long as you don't have somebody with twenty five fingers on one hand. That's really <laughs> what you're trying to accomplish. Right. Well, and here's. Here's here's the weird thing about stock imaging, and as you know, as a photographer, I look back at this and think to myself, you know, I, I should have stayed in photography for, just for the stock. Um, but in radiology, where you know where I'm working for the day job, um, when you look for an image about a radiologist, ninety five percent of them are a person, a doctor holding up a film to the light, looking at some X ray. They don't do that anymore. At least not at the hospital level. They might, you know, even the even the uh, urgent care centers are moving digital. So this whole, you know, to find the uh, image that I would want where a radiologist would be looking at a CT on a computer screen, MidJourney is great for that. At the same time, when you ask MidJourney for that, and you do it like I, you know, in a in a certain style or things like that. Everything is beautiful. The doctor's office looks, the doctor's like office, as I'm talking about, not not a doctor's office. Um, And their computer screens and everything, the window, everything looks great. But then you look on the screen and it looks like they're they're x-raying alien. The heads are, (laughs) you know, the heads are long and the, you know, it's like, no, that's not what I want. So I've, I've, I've come to, deleting every, uh, the image off of the screens and then dropping in real radiology screens. Into Have you tried their- using that new mid-journey in-painting thing where you actually edit the image that it gives you? 
Oh no, I haven't gotten that shirts. Yet. No, no, yeah. no. I'll I'll dig into that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, it's supposed okay. to be pretty cool. I haven't messed with it myself either. Yeah, I got. I used, I, I used uh, Mid Journey uh, for. Uh, let's see, I, I kind of like you know dipped my toe in the water a little bit. It's amazing the stuff that it uh, that it came up with. You know, it's just so 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 cool. And uh, of course, I used Chat GPT to make me a prompt so I take it to mid journey and then go over there and go nuts with it. So it, it, it was kind of, it was really, really, really nice, um, you know, to do thumbnails and stuff too, but you know, I, I need to play a little around a little bit more with it. And yeah, I, I really, um, I like kind of what I've been, you know, getting and the stuff that I don't like, I would then bring it into Canva and then, you know, like, take out the pieces that I don't want or, you know, use canvas AI to, you know, you know, erase this and create something else out of something that mid journey, you know, put out and then, you know, just kind of keep judging it. So it's, <laughs> it's learning. AI is learning from itself in all different kind of ways. It's kind of, it's kind of meta. It's kind of funny. Yeah. I, and, and I was, you know, admittedly, I, I was using um, Jasper, too, or I had, I had, you know, I quit Jasper and then I thought, oh no, you know, people are talking about all these recipes and things like that. And I'll, I'll dig back in, but it, you know, again, you know, uh, it, it seems all cool and everything. And you're talking, you know, you're reading these things from people who are doing these complex recipes, but at the end, all I have to do is like, just ask the question in chat GPT and, you know, it, it's the, the, the level of, of, resistance is low chat gpt is uh, let, let, let me give it a try and um, and you don't have to so i quit that um copy ai is fine it's a tool it does you know some stuff that is helpful but i think at the end of the day you know that will go away too and 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 to get back to art i mean i have not yet played with i have the adobe suite i pay for the adobe suite and there's um AI functions in uh, Photoshop now. Yeah, um, and that is handy, handy as heck. If somebody yeah. from real estate agent gives you a headshot and you need a bigger background, just add more background. It's really cool. Right. It's really, yep. it's really awesome. That, that parts, those are parts of it are great. And I, I look forward to that as well. So, but I do see mid journey and what Photoshop are doing is two different things entirely. And so, I mean, there is a zoom in and zoom out in mid journey, but that's, you know, from the, the things that you've been doing. I did some really cool um, artwork, comic type artwork on our dog breed for some friends because they wanted some some wall art. And so I created some stuff for them in that and sent them the images. But, you know, they're, they're, each tool does what you need it to do. But, you know, again, learning curve. And I don't have a lot of time to become... <laughs> some Jasper expert or something like that. I, I just want somebody to go and get something done and, and, and leave. So any other tools uh, that we've seen that seem to be somewhat interesting? I suppose there is one other that I've been playing with that uh, that's worth a mention because we did make ourselves a little trailer with it <laughs> for this podcast. Um, so this is for uh, some software called Veed, and I should point out that they're paying me to make a video about it. So uh, you know, take take that with uh, with uh, <laughs> take that bit of information on board. But um, 
what I noticed with that was that some of these characters now that you can have, you know, you type in what you want them to say, and then it's an actual looks like a you know photorealistic person actually speaking. It's getting a lot better than when I first took a look at Synthesia, which is another one of these ones for you know having artificial characters reading. Those looked a lot more uh, uh, AI, shall we say? Um, whereas the ones in Veed. They look a lot more realistic because they're obviously real people that they've uh, they've got to uh, that this is all modelled on. Um, it's still you know a long way off being totally totally believable and realistic that it's not AI. And part of the reason for that is you can't actually sort of tell it what expression you want it to have. Like you know you need to be able to say you know at this point in the sentence uh, I want you to be full of passion. At this point be uh, you know whatever it is you know p- putting some emphasis on it. So it does still come across as rather the sort of monotone um, although the different characters that you can pick from um, they do have you know some is professional some is casual and things like that but uh, there were a couple in there that I just thought were you know really kind of realistic um, so we're not far off I don't think having you know realistic full AI people uh, being able to uh, read things uh, read things out cool Michelle anything else that you've uh, wandered upon um uh well I, i've been playing with uh with opus opus clips to you know to go back to some of the old videos to create little snippets and stuff little shorts or whatever uh, jury's still out on it uh i mean it looked like it'd be really good if you didn't have like a whole bunch of overlays and stuff. And it was just like a plain talking head video where, you know, you can get like your captions where you want it. It's a pain in the butt because I use the, I use overlays and all different things. And so uh, trying to edit that, I I feel like I've added more work to, to it. You know, it'll find the clip that I want, but now I have to go back and edit it some more to kind of get it to look the way I want it to, because my show has all of these extra things and it's just, I don't know. It's, it, it's, it's adding work to my workload and I don't, you know, anybody got time for that. So I don't know. Jury's still out on it, but you know, as I learn about all these different things, I'll try it. I try it. I try it once. My jury came back and said, that guy does not know what he's doing. The Opus guy or the video guy or yeah. me too. there's, there's thousands of them. I just don't like them. I don't like what they generate. And I don't like, I mean, the source material is probably the problem because I, because like you, I mean, I can't use this video because there's five of us on a screen. Right. right. So, well, and I mean, in I my chunks of it, I mean, you use pieces of it, but not the whole thing. It, it's also the up. way it leads into it. There's a, I, I can always tell when somebody's used one of those kind of tools to make the clip because it still doesn't come across as really, um, fully thought out <laughs> you know there's always these little glitches and things like that with any ai thing where you know there's something not quite right and i find that with all of those it just stands out immediately that somebody's just used ai to create those short form uh, clips it ne- the, the lead into it never seems quite right and there's it's never never perfect yeah I, I, the edits are kind of weird too you know mm. what it what it chooses to chop it's just so it's so weird and then i went in there it's not very i don't know i didn't i didn't find it to be as user-friendly as i wanted to you know because i mean i could go into final cut pro and cut whatever i want but with this it's like no this is what you get and i'm like yeah but i don't want this piece you know it's like you know 
Stephanie Liu had a great use case for uh, Opus Clips, though, and those kind of things, which was to actually take your competitors' videos, drop those into Opus Clips, then have it pick out which it feels are the salient points, and then use that as a driver to then go and make your own content on that. And I thought that that was genius. <laughs> that is awesome, because that Opus does do that well. It will go in yeah, and suck your out content out and tell you what the good things are. So that's, wow. that's, that's very clever. Mm, that's interesting. Good. My problem that. has been of late is the uh, voiceover, you know, is the, you know, AI voice tools. And I keep getting, you know, people advertising. And I've been, you know, I've been seeing those and playing with those for a couple of years. And I can't, you know, in the two years, I don't really think the voices have gotten better. I mean, there there are more options, but they're not necessarily better options. And um, I need some just generic, I don't see, you know. I need somebody to do some voiceovers for some of my short form videos for um, you know, uh, for business. It's just easier to go hire somebody on Fiverr, and you know who 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 has a good voice and can read something and drop a vi- you know an audio file to you. It just it's still to this day the real human being is is a lot more believable than an AI voice, and I'm sure someday there will be an AI voice that, uh, you know, can fool people. But, you know, even, even when I did my voice into script, trained my voice into script, and then read a simple um, script back to my wife who was listening to it, she, without telling her what I was doing and what about the script, she just looked at me like, is that robot you? And, you know, she, mm-hmm. she was able to pick it out pretty pretty quickly that it wasn't my you know a natural speaking tone so yeah obviously that's what i found with that when i tested that feature is the the voice the voice that i used when i'm reading is clearly different to my natural speech so i had the same thing as that when i used that uh, feature in Des- uh, in descript the overdub thing uh, it never never sounded natural <laughs> yeah and i don't know you know how uh, whether they really intended for long form transcription or long form speech in that I, you know, every time I was, you know, taking a lesson descriptive, you were replacing one or two words, right? You know, a, mm-hmm. you know, short part of a sentence, you weren't going for a paragraph or two. So, you yeah. know, I, you know, maybe we're asking more of it than it mm-hmm. really intended to be done, but yeah. So I just want to touch, uh, Dina, is, is there anything that you've found that, uh, that might be interesting that, is off the beaten path? Not really. Um, the quick, I, kind of tangential, I guess, is how much of this is going to stick around? Are we spinning our wheels trying every new thing? Um, that, I think that's something that kind of has been holding me back is I kind of want to see how it falls. There's a lot of them that you guys have, have tried and spent time on that I've waited to see how you liked it before I go <laughs> for it. <laughs> so, um, I'm taking, I'm taking it all with a grain of salt. Um, you know, clearly, clearly my attentions have been in other spaces right now, but it, I, I'm very interested to see what sticks because there's just a lot flying. Um, one more thought is they're adding AI to a lot of products that off the top of my head doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. Why would a project manager need an AI tool in, in a project tracking tool? Um, I need to dig in before I really criticize that, but it's, 
I don't know. I feel like it's everywhere because it's the thing right now, but maybe we need to temper ourselves. Um, I'm talking to you, all of the product designers that just put it in there because it's in vogue. Do we really need it? Well, and, and Rich mentioned HubSpot and, and the ability to ask uh, it questions. And if you're if if the tool is looking at live data, that the in in analyzing great exactly. But if you're asking questions and it has no focus point, no no prior knowledge of it, then it doesn't seem to be worth it. Because you know how how much training. If you've got a lot of data, it can can look at and then make inferences off of. That's a great use at this point. But if you have to sit around training it for you know, months. No, not so much. Absolutely. All right, folks, that was a great episode. I think, you know, more than likely as as things progress, we'll have a discussion about these tools again, and we'll see if all of us are still using ChatGPT in three to six months. I probably think we are, but the question really is, is there anything else that we'll be adding to our workflows? So thank you very much, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for hopping into our Creators Pod. If you enjoyed it, we'd love if you would subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and tell all of your friends. Check out the video version on our YouTube channel, Creators Pod. The Creators Pod is produced by C22 Media, Al Johnson, Dina Taylor, Michelle Lawrence, Rich Graham, Rob Balls, and me, Keely Dunn. Thanks, friends. All I do is chat GPT, so don't ask me anything hard.